Shalom, and welcome to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul, your Biblical Hebrew podcast. Shalom and welcome to a Biblical Hebrew podcast. Today I would like to speak to you about ancient lore that describe the structure of going out of Egypt, the Exodus. When the sons of Israel were busy running between their Egyptian neighbors, borrowing dresses and vessels, Moses was occupied with one thing, and it was how to locate Joseph coffin in Egypt, because Joseph asked the people attending his last moment, that the day will come and they will leave Egypt. But he has one request for those who will leave Egypt. Please carry or raise my bones with you when you leave Egypt and take them with you to the promised land. This was Joseph's last request. And Moses was walking on the bank of the Nile to locate Joseph's coffin and to arise it from the deep water of the Nile and to take the coffin with the people of Israel when they leave Egypt. But since the Egyptians knew that taking the bones of Joseph will abort the Hebrew slavery for them, they had one interest, that the Hebrew people in Egypt will never find the bones of Joseph. Otherwise, they will leave Egypt and they will have no slaves. So they thought to put the coffin of Joseph under the water of the Nile. And in this way, nobody will find the coffin because the water are, are always moving. It's not like a grave in a dry land when there is a location. You can say this is a tree 200 meters from the tree left. There is a, a grave and people can dig and take the bones out. No, if they will put a coffin of Joseph under the water, nobody will find a coffin. Nobody will locate the bones and the Hebrews will be slaves for the Egyptians forever. But Moses did not quit on Joseph's request and he was running on the bank of the Nile back and forth until an old granny appeared. Her name was Serach Bat Asher. Asher is one of the twelve sons of Jacob and she was a very little child when the Egyptian put Joseph into the water and she knew the location and she told Moses here, here, this is where the coffin is. And Moses took a silver plate and wrote about it the Hebrew letters, Ale Sho, rise, bull. He threw the silver plate into the water of the Nile and immediately the coffin of Joseph float upon the water Moses pulled the coffin out of the water and they could leave Egypt. And the structure of the Exodus was as follows. At the head is the coffin of Joseph because he kept the covenant. So the covenant goes first. This is the head. And then Moses and then all the rest of the Hebrews and the sons of Israel. This was the apex. 
this was the structure of going out of Egypt. Considering the fact that the Bible is not just a historical book and the laws are not just describing historical events, what does this lore illuminate in our minds and in our hearts? Let's look into it. What does it mean that a bull is rising from the water? Ale shor in Hebrew. Because the Hebrew has two words for bull. One of them is par, par, which is written in two letters, pei, resh. And the other one is shor, shor, which is written in three letters, shin, vav, resh. If we open the books, the books will tell us that a bull in Hebrew, par, is the one who inseminating the cows, that they will have more babies, and shor is the one who is, in a way, a castrated bull, castrated par. This, this is one of the distinctions that we find in a book. The Hebrew people in Egypt want to leave the governing of Pharaoh. As we mentioned before, Pao, Pharaoh, has the same volume of a year in English, Shana. So Pharaoh, which has the volume of 355, has the same volume like the word year in Hebrew, Shana, and the pharaoh image in us is the time management in us. You have to do those and those destinations in those and those dates. And if you don't stand in your timeline, everything is gone, you're worth nothing. This is a pharaoh which governs in each and every one of us. The notion of time in us. The question is, how do we go out how do we exit this concept in us if we look into this lore which the sages describe we find very interesting hidden pearl in their words the word paro paro is written in four letters pei resh ein hey Paro, paro. When we use Moses' words, Alesho, rise bull, in the image of a bull, because the Hebrew has two words for bull in English, sho and pa. So when the two Hebrew letters, pe, resh, are ascending from the name paro, we are left with two letters. Ein, hey, for when we deduct the volume of the word par, which is bull, which has the volume of 280, from the name paro, which has the volume of 355, we are left with two letters. Ein, hey, ein has the volume of 70. Hey has the volume of 5. 
So if we deduct the volume of the two letters par, the word par, which is a bull, from the name Paro, from the time manager in us, we are left with 75. What is so special about the number 75? When people celebrating 75 years of marriage, of marriage, they call it a diamond wedding because they had the righteousness to live together 75 years. This is a very special event. But what is the secret behind this number? And how when we remove the two letters of the name of Pharaoh, Pe, Resh, or Par, or the bull aspect in us, we have an interesting entry for infinite life. Let's look into the number of 75. In one hour, we have 60 minutes or four quarters that each quarter has 15 minutes. In 75 minutes, we have five quarters. For we have four quarters of one hour and then we have another quarter from the new hour, so to speak. So in 75 minutes, we have five quarters. So the relation between 75 minutes to 60 minutes is as between five to four, five to four. The fifth letter in the Hebrew alphabet has the volume of five. For the fifth letter in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter He. The letter He is written via two other letters, the letter Dalet, the fourth Hebrew letter in the Hebrew alphabet, and the letter Yod. The foot of the He is the letter Yod, which is the tenth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. So each letter He, which has the volume of five, is composed of letter Dalet, the number four, and the letter Yod, which has the value of ten, or holds the potential of the covenant, the potential of the one, because ten is expression of the one in ten spheres. So going back to the 75, which holds the ratio of five quarters, each number of 75 reflects in a way the relation or the potential which is enfolded in the letter He, because 75 stands for five quarter and five stands for the fifth Hebrew letter, in which when we abstract it, we get the ratio of one to four, or the infinite, the root, and its expansion in space and time. In other words, once we remove the bull, the letters Peiresh, Par, the volume of 280 from Paro, the time management in us, we are left with 75 
with the diamond wedding with the five quarters with a ratio of five to four. And five always speaks about full hand, the sum as the potential, the root, the infinite, the source, and its expansion in time and space. In other words, every 75 value holds within it the promise to infinite life. Like in the biblical story, the covenant between the parts, the covenant between the parts happens when Abraham was 75 years old and God promised him, Ko so will be your descendant or your seed. Ko, so in English, Ko is written in two letters, Kaf and He. Kaf is 20, He is 25. So 25 plus 75, we get 100. And Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. Another aspect of this number, 100 in Hebrew, me'a, me'a, mem, aleph, he. If we change the order of the letters in the word me'a, 100, we get ama. Ama in Hebrew is a cubit, a measure, illumination. So the great promise in the covenant between the part to Abram was that he will always be part of the divine cubit. Because the divine cubit is a vector. So this is the great promise that the ancient telling us in this huge lore, rise bull. Once the two letters, Pei and Resh, are rising from the name Paro, in a way disappearing, we are left with Ein He, 75. 75 is the age when Abraham was given the great promise. So this was a little conversation about the lore, Rise Bull, and its great secret which is unfolded inside of it. We wish you beautiful day and wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear more about a certain topic, just write us an email to Hebrew at learnoutlive.com. We are always happy to hear from you. For more episodes, videos, and articles like this, please visit our website at hebrew.learnoutlive.com. We also would like to invite you to join our live classes. Just search for Online College of Biblical Hebrew on Facebook and start learning now with students from all over the world. Kol Tuv and Shalom.